0: Today's question is, what are the Nephilim? Uh, Probably a better way to put that is, what were the Nephilim? Because you have to go all the way back to Genesis uh, chapter 6 to get an idea. And uh, where it says in verse 4, there were giants on the earth in those days and also afterward, when the sons of God came in to the daughters of men and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. And so we have this strange verse in the scripture, uh, the word there, giants, there were giants on the earth. That is the word uh, from the Hebrew, that is the word Nephilim. And, uh, and that's just what it means, the, the Nephilim, uh, or they were the giant ones, uh, different, different things uh, that they're uh, called in different places. But uh, giants in, in Hebrew, Nephilim, it, the word means the fallen ones. And it's a reference, I believe, to the angels who fell from heaven with Satan uh, recorded for us in Isaiah chapter 14 where Satan rebelled and uh, and then his, he took a third of the angels of heaven with him. And so here in this verse, the simple answer is there were giants or there were Nephilim or there were the fallen ones on the earth in those days. So that means that some of these fallen angels came down and also afterward. And remember Moses is writing this Uh, in a time that was after the flood this is recording history that is before the flood or pre diluvian is what you would call that time period so he's saying there were these nephilim on the earth before the flood and also afterward so that brings up a lot of questions and i don't think we'll get to all of these questions but we can see that in moses's day starting in uh uh, Deuteronomy and forward, he mentions many tribes, uh, the Rephium, the Emim, Avum, Horems, Zamzumans, <laughs> and then uh, finally the uh, the Anakim. Uh, and then later we even hear the story of, of Goliath, where he is a giant uh, from Gath, and he is of the Anakim tribes. So uh, you've got All of those stories that have hints with tiebacks uh, to these uh, Nephilim. And uh, it says, though, that while there were Nephilim on the earth in those days and afterwards, that this is what happened uh, that caused it to happen. The sons of God came in to the daughters of men and they bore children to them. And uh, the sons of God there, there's a huge word study that we could do, but we won't just talking about uh, who are they. The the Ben Elohim is what this is. And you see over and over in scripture that that's referring to angelic beings. And so it's angelic beings. Uh, so not necessarily in, in line with God, but that they are the, the Ben Elohim or the the angels who were of God, which all angels, you know, by definitions, are creations of God, good or bad. And they came in to the daughters of men, that's easy to 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 see and they bore children to them and so then those were the mighty men who were of old men of renown, so without splitting hairs the the original fallen ones that came are here no more, but then through time, we see these half breeds the 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 offspring of these fallen angels and the daughters of men and they're recorded throughout history, even Joshua records fighting these giants and uh anyway what what's your take on this
1: uh well, this is <laughs> a giant story yes <laughs> it uh, <clears throat> it does have a different interpretation that uh sons of God referred to a line of men who uh, mankind who lived on the earth and they had uh, relations with the daughters of another line of men who lived here on the earth and their offspring were these giants when I first heard that years ago I thought what would there be between two different say tribes of mankind Uh, say today you had uh, people from great britain and some from america and uh, they had relations it doesn't mean their children are going to be giants that has always been a question to me but whenever i studied a little more and found out that the term sons of God can refer to uh, angelic beings and that their cohabiting with the daughters of men could produce these uh, Nephilim, these giants, then that made sense to me. And it also made sense that if these fallen angels were following the uh, direction of Satan, then what, one of Satan's ploys is to corrupt the, uh, the, the seed of man because it was prophesied that Jesus Christ he would be pure and he would come from the seed of man. And uh, <clears throat> if Satan could corrupt that, then he could prohibit the Messiah from coming. And I see this as the reason why that God had to send the flood. That all of mankind, before uh, those eight human beings got on the ark, that they were the very last of all of the earth that were still not tainted with these uh, the seed, and like Justin said, the first ones would have been the direct offspring, Nephilim, and all of them thereafter would have been uh, in decreasing, uh, you know, percentage of of Nephilim blood, but they would have still tainted everyone. To the point the whole world uh, was tainted, and that's why it refers to Noah as uh, righteous Noah. And the idea is not righteous in the way that he was holy, but righteous in the fact that he was pure, that his DNA wasn't tainted. And it also gives answer as to why did God have to wipe out everybody before the flood? Which also answers another question when it says uh, there in verse 4 that there were giants in the earth in these days and also afterward. And I look at that and I say, okay, also afterward. What does that mean? After the flood? After this event? When? It has to mean that it was during the days of Moses and Joshua when Joshua went into the Holy Land to take it over and God said, wipe them all out. Don't leave anyone alive. Don't leave man, woman, baby, not even their animals. Kill them all. And I have to ask, why? Why would a righteous God... Declare this is what I want you to do. It had to be that once again, these uh, Nephilim had returned and tainted whole populations there in the land of Canaan. And God said, Wipe them out. And we, just like Justin said, these different tribes, these nations around. Uh, that were people of great stature, uh, really huge. Yeah,
0: you know, Moses records, uh, you know, King Og, uh, he had a bed that was over 13 feet long in Deuteronomy 3. Yeah. Uh, it talks about that. And, you know, the thing is, when it comes to scripture, if it says it in one place, you know, I, I take it as truth, but I also come at it with the idea I may not understand what's happening. This is actually one of those subjects when you actually start to study it, you find that throughout Scripture there are references to these giants and as they come through the years, the only question that I actually have now is not whether they existed. We have archaeological evidence even today, even in the Americas. We'll get to that hopefully here in a minute. But uh, we've, uh, we've got a story in history that goes all the way back to the time of Joshua. The only thing that I do not understand uh, and I'll, is, is verse 4 there were giants before the flood and afterward and if he wiped them all out I do not know where they came from after the flood but I do know they were here again we have archaeological evidence
1: I don't understand that either because if it says that God judged those angels that fell, fell. and and I believe like the Bible says that they are now bound in chains um in, in Hades, and so does this mean some more fallen angels came afterwards? It has to be because those eight that came through the flood were pure,
0: yes, and something else happened. Something else and happened, and there are uh, you know references even in today's, especially in the demonic realm, uh, when you start studying uh, like Sukoth demonology, where from their uh, dominion where what Jude is talking about in his book where it says God judged the angels that left their former abode and came down in other words we're not told for us because it's not for humans but the angels must have a rule they're not to leave their dominion in other words their dimension and come into ours unless God allows it that's right and so that's obviously a rule against them and uh, god
1: evidently gave them a choice same as he gives us a choice we can either choose jesus or reject jesus yes we have that that power to choose evidently he gave that same power to the angels The difference being, we are already in sin. We're born in sin. We're here. We're in a sinful world. The angels were in perfect
0: heaven. Yes.
1: Where no sin exists. And yet, they chose to rebel against God. They went from pure to sin. We go from sin to pure. Yes. uh, Ultimately.
0: Yes, and... There's a chance for us to be redeemed, yeah, and for and them not
1: so with them.
0: No, and that may not be because he's uh, dislikes them or hates them, but because of what you're just saying, they come from a place of knowledge. Uh, it says in the Bible too, the angels see us and marvel that we walk by faith, mm-hmm. uh, because they don't walk by faith; they walk in knowledge. Yeah. And uh, so I think that has something to play out here. But when you come through the biblical history of these giants, like I said. Nothing after the flood, I have no qualms with it. Archaeology, uh, will back it up and our Bible backs it up and you can come all the way down to the present time and we see evidence that these giants and these Nephilim have so existed. Um, You know, we we get into Joshua. Some of these are are sort of funny. Uh, In Joshua 13, it says there that all the kingdom of Og of Bashan, who reigned from Ashtaroth. Uh, To Indra All who remain of the giants These are they For Moses who had defeated And he cast these out And it it talks of that there You can actually go online and look up The uh, digs uh, There around Damascus now Of the 60 cities of the giants And they are There's huge chambers With huge doorways Doors that still are swinging on the hinges In some of these ancient uh, uh, dwellings of giants that were up there, and the Bible records those things. It's humorous to me. In Numbers thirteen thirty-one, the nation Israel is coming into the land uh, at that time, and they send people in to look, and they come back, and it says there they're so scared when they come back from seeing the inhabitants that they're awake and crying all night long because they they're they're giants in the land. Joshua and Caleb later go in, and they they tell of fighting the giants, especially in the area of of uh, uh, Hebron, or Hebron, mm-hmm. uh, 40 years later. Josephus later wrote, uh, he said, when they had taken it, talking about this battle, they slew all the inhabitants. Uh, there were until then left a race of giants who had bodies so large and countenance that were so entirely different from other men that they were surprising to the sight and terrible to the hearing. The bones of these men are still shown to this very day unlike to any credible relations of other men so that's in book five chapter two of his book of antiquities written during jesus's time he's saying that you go out in the valley which would have been just outside of jerusalem and he said the, bo- the bones of the giants from those uh, wars are still laying there still mm. just laying on the ground to be seen at that time so he wouldn't have wrote that in his time if you couldn't have gone out there and saw the evidence and uh but coming on through the years, you know, the, the Joshua ran them out. The Bible says of that of that area. Mm-hmm. So if they were, if it was mythology, and if that's what you believe about the Bible, then we might say, okay, well, maybe he just was seeing things through a, you know, some funny glasses or something. Or we try to make a, a, a mockery of the word. We can't do that because then we have archaeological evidence. And on our website, if you go to our teachings there in Genesis, I have a whole file there. And then you can go to a site, Uh, you know who I'm talking about, uh, L.A. Marzulli. Yes. Uh, He's done a lot of study. He's an eccentric individual, I'll say that. Um, But he has really done his work as far as documenting um, a lot of the archaeological finds of today. From Peru to Europe. To the Americas, Ohio, the Nephilim Mounds, that's a place you can go and you can visit today where these bones of these giants have been found and unearthed. Uh, In Peru, there's the red-haired giants that have been unearthed. They're mummified down there. So so on and so forth. I guess my point is... It's
1: interesting to me that uh, people who who don't even believe the Word of God, uh, the Bible, but they still refer to a lot of these things as... Nephilim mounds, yes, Nephilim um, down in Peru uh, yes they uh, they use that same word, and people asked in, well, how did they get to America? And a simple story that uh, Mr. Marzulli uh, puts forth that could have happened is that when Joshua was uh, conquering the land that there were uh, whole tribes of these giants who began to be afraid and that uh, they caught ships and migrated over into Europe and subsequent to that migrated to uh, North and South America where uh, they uh, set up whole, whole, uh, you know, Cities over over here in America, and that's a whole another story. That seems to uh, they they try to just sweep it under the rug for some reason. But uh, the truth is there. They yes. have uncovered giant skeletons here in the Americas. There's accounts of of some of the early early explorers encountering some of these giants and. Um, And then the question is, well, were they Nephilim or not? Uh, We don't know, but more than likely they were descendants in some way.
0: Yes. Yeah, and there's there's so much information there, it's it's dizzying. I guess as we come to an end of of just the simple question, what were they? Uh, They were obviously half fallen angel, half men. Uh, they're men of renown. The Bible says they were giants. We have the evidence around the world uh, since the days of Joshua on, uh, in the in obscure corners of the world, that we have these giants and uh, and their what they left behind. Uh, we don't
1: and they appear from what all we can discover that they were evil,
0: very evil. Yeah, very evil. That's a whole other study on the demonic nature of their uh soul you know what because they're not human they're very different uh the the other thing i guess in conclusion though that people ask is well how does this relate to the end times and are they coming back and i would have always said no uh not in the form that they were before but demons the soul of those things um you know souls live on and you know even in jesus day when he, when he cast out demons uh, they weren't. Un- they were uncomfortable. Uh, there, the the fellow that had so many of them by the Sea of Galilee, and he said, "You know, you can go into those pigs. They, they want to just go into something else, living." And we're a fallen angel, uh, something you know, Satan. They don't look for that necessarily. So demons, you know, how does this fit in? Uh, whatever yeah, their soul disembodied is,
1: disembodied spirits of these nephilim, more than likely.
0: It seems to be. It, yeah. it indicates that. And so in the end times, when you, when you come to people today that are dabbling in the occult and with uh, demonology, such as the Sukkoth the demonology especially, where you've got these people that are trying to open portals to invite a demon from the other side into your body, and they have uh, even sexual experiences with them, when I hear that kind of stuff, it kind of makes my skin crawl because I look back to Genesis 6 verse 4 where the sons of God came into the daughters of men and they bore children to them. Mm-hmm. So you have a obviously a sexual encounter with a fallen angel. And so, one
1: of the marks of the end times as we get close to the return of Jesus is that uh Jesus himself said, Just as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it also be the coming of the Son of Man. Yes. Meaning referring to himself. When when I come back, Jesus said, the conditions are going to be uh the same as they were in the days of Noah. Yes. Now there will be a few righteous, we know, from because of Noah and his family uh, there will be murders and killings and all manner of evil. It says the imagination of the heart was evil constantly in the yes. days of Noah, and that concerns me uh, because these Nephilim could make a an, a, an appearance again.
0: Yes, um, and I don't know for sure. You know, this are, these are these are. Uh uh, things that we're just theorizing on as far mm-hmm. as what the end result will be. But they didn't know either that they were going to have these mighty men of old born to them. Mm-hmm. So they had giants then. But the idea is is that the Nephilim were the, the ch- child uh, result, in other words... Of a demonic activity. And that's what this really verse 4 is saying. It's demonic activity. I'm
1: also concerned with what they're doing, messing with our DNA today, trying to crossbreed different animals and what they can come up with. And they're even thinking now, you know, let's do some crosses with humans. Yes. And that concerns me. Uh, What are they tampering with and what are they going to reintroduce onto the face of the earth?
0: Well, we can face it in Revelation when it talks about some of the judgments and some of the very weird, strange critters that are coming. uh, They're not normal and they've got a demonic uh, uh, background to them. And their form, they're, they're half scorpion, half man, half all, very strange. And it just speaks of Genesis 6 verse 4 and whatever was happening then, it's going to be coming back again, again. later. It may take a different form. Yeah, they but, may
1: not be giant in stature, but they could still be of a Nephilim origin Yes, and have the same evil... Uh, propensity to them
0: yes for sure
1: yeah.
0: well we've barely touched this the subject of what yeah. are the Nephilim we may have a, a few more things if you have more questions on this uh, feel free to ask but we may visit this again and, and continue to kind of wrap up uh, more thoughts on this but I think we um, we at least started the subject with uh, what are the Nephilim and maybe whet your appetite to, yeah. to dig in and do some study on your own so